All right. We are here for a very special edition of Go Head Mama because my compatriot and co-host Danielle. That's me. Is Prego. She is so Prego. She is, in fact, shoving cereal in her mouth Rice as we and speak. Peas. That's my Caribbean this always mm. present. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. Oh, yes. You should you should be eating at all times right now. We are super psyched for her. By we, I mean you are <laughs> listeners. And, me. and Danielle's I'm pretty psyched, psyched too. Considering I was holding secret. Kate had to have to do all these shows and be like, <laughs> we can't talk about this. Um, yeah. But, but we're doing this so that you guys can get an insight into what my brain is like. And Kate can remind me of how crazy I sound now. Um, hopefully, by the time you guys hear this, I would be mastering the art of breastfeeding again. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. And we'll be, we'll be talking about mm-hmm. that one again. Danielle will have those we clear memories. As authentic as possible. So we're like, one of us has to go through it again, Kate. I'll hit the bullet. I'll bite the bullet. <laughs> Just for research purposes <laughs> only. That's, that's, that's what people do. Um, so, Kate, I know you have a million questions for me. <laughs> I do. I do. Out. So oh, how how is this round different from the last one? That's my big question. Like we said, like, how does anyone ever have two children? You're about to find oh out. Gosh. First of all, I, I never thought of you one of those crazy people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess I'm joining the club. And, and based on dates, I will join the two under two club. <sighs> <laughs> you can do oh. it. I think so. I'm kind of in this place where I'm. I it's flown by largely because you know you're running behind a almost two year old, <laughs> and that definitely makes things a lot different. Um, one thing that I remember fully, and I remember talking to you earlier on, was this feeling of like I want to say slight depression. Um, I don't want to overstate it, but it was this place of I don't think I can really manage. I, I'm missing out on, on Dowdy's life. It, it might've been slightly hormonal. You know, we can laugh and call it slightly melodramatic, but whatever it was, it was real. And it was definitely first trimester feelings. I'll put some clips into this just to hear, like give you guys a sense of what it was like, what I was sounding like when I talked to Kate the first time. So you guys get a, a, a very authentic version of, of what was happening. And I'll put on the then... record button while I vent to you then. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just, I feel sick all the time. I don't, like, even with Dowdy, like, I'm, I lay on the floor and I put all the toys around in the living room and I shut the living room door. Luckily, we have a door for the living room. And I put a pillow and I just lay on the floor and then she kind of plays and she's good. You know, like, she's, she doesn't really see a difference because she's like, oh, I'm still playing with my toys, you know? But, yeah, like, I can't, I can't do anything. Like, I honestly feel useless. And it's the worst feeling when you have another little person that, like, the, the worst feeling I've had is that I'm going to miss this part of her life because I'm so sick all the time. Oh, Danielle. Oh, Danielle. I'm okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's cool. I just, I just, I know I'm going to feel better. And I feel like that's the joke is that everyone's kind of like, you've been through it once. You should know that you'll be better. 
but it almost feels like I don't know when that's going to happen and that not knowing is really bothering me right now. So it's good. It's getting better. You know, like putting on the happy voice, um, it's getting better. And I just, most days I just pray that the improvement is like a constant improvement instead of a hump because then I'm so exhausted from being sick all the time that it takes a day to recover. And then if I recover and I'm feeling better, if I go back to being sick, I'm back being sick again. And I just don't, I don't know how I feel about the whole concept of your just doing something that your body does naturally because it's not, it doesn't feel natural. It feels, it feels very hard to do this and it's so hard doing it with another child that you want to give your all to. And I have a partner and a thing that keeps running in my head is that what if I didn't have a partner, right? Like what if I didn't have somebody or family or anything to kind of like be a support? Like how do these people survive? How do these women do it? And that's why, you know, that's why I'm like, I'm still going to get on the phone with Kate. I'm still going to talk about these things because there are people who are doing this and they're so oblivious to how hard this can be. For some women, they don't get sick. And I think that's fine. And I actually am so happy that there are people that don't go through this. But I've had, I had men say this, but I've had a couple of women too. And it's, it's just out of ignorance. It's just out of not knowing when they're just like, well, why would you go on meds or why are you considering acupuncture? You've only got a few more weeks of this. Action is always, when's the last time you've thrown up four to five times a day, every day for two and a half months? Just answer that for me and then and then I will take your recommendation on whether or not I should consider anything outside of sitting. Because last time I could sit, right? Because... I didn't, I didn't, I was in a current country. I didn't have to go into a job. Like I have so many luxuries that make this so much less of a challenge. But like these conversations are happening with people all the time where it's like, you're talking to women that have to get up and go to work and manage their regular lives and still feel the way I feel. And that's what, that's what's been... Ruminating in my brain as I throw up in the toilet. But I'm excited that we have this platform to to highlight and be unapologetic about what I'm experiencing and what we experience as parents. You know what I mean? Like, that's what continues to keep me motivated with this because there's so many conversations happening around motherhood in particular that it's like, did you even hear what you fucking said? Like, did you, did you just ask me if I can't be sick for another three to four weeks? You don't even know when the timeline ends. I'm literally laying on the floor every day with my toddler, with a pillow, just hoping, just looking for the clock. Like, okay, if Doug gets home at 4.30 today, I can, I can hold out. If it's 5.30, then I'm going to have to sit her in her little chair. I'm going to have to go be sick. And then I'm not... And I know that there are people that do this and they don't complain, but I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to okay how challenging this is. And it's not, and I know it's a choice. Like we made the choice and we're blessed to be able to, to create another life, right? But I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get it.
We'll keep this for perspective. But I'm back now, third trimester, and uh, it's it's much better. <laughs> but it has flown by. Like I think I went from like 12 weeks to 33 weeks overnight. So you got pretty sick your first trimester last mm-hmm. time around. And I'll just, you know, I'll blow the surprise and say you were pretty sick this time around as oh, well. The gift that keeps on giving, right? Like I, I, <laughs> there was a lot of would love to record too busy I, barfing. Mean, it wasn't just like a little bit. And this is, I guess don't, don't eat your lunch while you're listening. Um, but it just felt like I was sick all the time. And I, I think this is, this is the frustrating thing. When people say they're sick all the time, you're like, oh, they might be sick in the morning or they're sick in the night. Literally, I was sick five times a day, every day for 12 weeks. I lost. Oh, Danielle. (laughs) So this is the joke. I had been working out after having Dowdy and I was like, oh, I'm going to work. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get this. I was running and doing all the stuff and hadn't lost any weight. Got pregnant again, lost 10 to 15 pounds in the first trimester. Oh my God. One week I lost about five pounds alone. That was a really bad week. Um, because it was just like, <laughs> we want to take a moment to say listeners first trimester is not a valid diet Please, plan. That is definitely not what I'm saying. I, know, I mean, it was the most efficient workout plan I had, but it's oh not one I would recommend to anyone. Um, anyone that has um, sickness during their pregnancy, that kind of sickness. I, I, my heart goes out to you because I'm not even the most extreme case. I'm still functional, like based on what doctors say, I'm still a functional pregnancy, despite I'm, that's what I was feeling. Um, There are some people that have to go through medication. Um, I was borderline medication, uh, but they were like, if you can hold out, then we're fine. I was like, oh, holding out. (laughs) (laughs) But I did try acupuncture. Oh, did that work? Um, okay. <laughs> here's that is not here's a resounding what I would say for people yes. that have either tried acupuncture or um, are thinking about it. I say do it, try it as a method. What I thought was really helpful is I felt emotionally better after the session. Like there was, I just walked away feeling like I can do this. But the experience, I mean, I thought it was a cool experience to have gone through. And maybe it's because I only did it once. I'm one of those people, like, it either works or it doesn't. Maybe there are a lot more patient people out there who are like, I'll do it two times or three times. But I was like, the minute I got sick after the first time, I was like, fuck this, man. I'm not doing this. I got too much shit to be doing. I can't just be laying up in here getting pricked all the time. (laughs) So I'm curious, why did you skip the medication? Oh. You're just going to out me as a horrible person. Um, Here's the thing. I am a proponent of people getting care, right? Like if Kate, you told me you needed something and and the doctor said get medication, I'd be like, oh, this is total confession without a priest. I would tell you, get that medication, Kate. You should do it. When it comes to me, I tend to be like, "Mm, I don't really need it. I'm not dying. Mm, I know. Interesting. I know. I can see I'm totally going to get scolded. Interesting. It's the mommy I'm way. Totally get scolded. Oh gosh, here we go. Another episode after, after baby comes. Um, well, but, but I, I'm interested. Was it, were you worried about side effects or was it just a like, would rather not do anything that isn't necessary? 
in I general. I think I'm more on the latter. I'd rather not do anything that isn't necessary. But I'm also the person who last week um, got like a really bad cold. Um, and my husband was like, take the Tylenol. And I was like, no, I can push <laughs> but this is, but but I also want to confess that I'm the person that thought I was going to do this like whole natural birth the first time around, and as soon as I got a hit of the first case of meds that I could get, I was like, "Give me the drugs." So it's like, <laughs> like I have this weird line that gets crossed in extreme circumstances. It's like I guess I'll hold out, and this is the other thing. I guess being over here, everyone's like you know anti meds and just kind of like really like do as natural as you can, but. I think the funny part is that I hold out so that I can have no qualms about taking the drugs during the labor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but, and you in general were a lot more conservative than I was. I was like, I mean, I definitely saw it as like, a political statement to be like, I'm a pregnant lady having a beer and sushi for lunch. Cause I can middle fingers to the sky, you know, and, um, your approach differed from that particular (laughs) one. I remembered first time around, did your, did you change any of your approach to kind of the like pregnant lady forbidden items this time around? No, but I think some of it I forgot. So like the other day and you're going to, oh gosh, I sound so lame. Cause literally you were like, you weren't heavily drinking. Please do not make Kate sound like to be an alcoholic. She was not, but I wouldn't, I don't even take like a sip of alcohol. I will sniff my husband's mouth. Yes. When he takes a drink, I am not above it. He caught me in the grocery store, like just wandering aimlessly down the alcohol aisle. Like, oh, one day I will see you again, Prosecco. Um, So I'm going to push you on this one because, like, do you, like, for me, it was such a, such a, like, I'm going to read about it. I'm going to read about it in multiple different Mm -hmm. sources. And if I feel like there's a real risk, I won't Mm -hmm. do something. And if I feel like it's just you know, the like surgeon general trying to cover its ass and people, (laughs) God, they ruin everything. Um, but no, or just generally people being like, you know, pregnant ladies, your body is not your own. Then I'm going to be like, I'm not only going to do it, I'm going to try and do it pretty publicly. So for me, that was, that was my, my approach. Like, Tell me a little more about your own philosophy of what you put in your body while you're prego. Oh, man. You are pushing me today. Um, oh, yes. So first of all, I think when I get pregnant, about <laughs> two times, um, <laughs> I'm usually in a state of shock. Rarely <laughs> like, oh, I've thought about this. So the fact that you had time to, like, I mean, I'm not saying you had time, but that you took the time to think about it. I don't think I've, okay, so here's my stance. I've got something for you. Because I haven't taken a lot of the time to do the research that you've done, I avoid because I'm not as well versed. I haven't taken the time to think. And you know, like we're we're smart people. We want to read and we want to understand so that if I, if I fully understand that as a pregnant person, I am protecting and creating a life and I haven't taken the time to think about what that actually means, I'm just going to be conservative. So my conservative stance is not so much a, oh, you know, don't drink cow's milk. It's got to be goats or soy. No, (laughs) that's not what I'm doing. I'm more so saying because I haven't taken the time to do what Kate's done, um, I need to just be conservative 
and across the board. So it wasn't really a political stance. It was more like, a, I'm too lazy to do it, so I'm just going to be safe. <laughs> yeah, I, and I know you're probably shocked because I usually put way more thought to everything else. But when it comes to like creating a life, I'm like, you know what? If I just don't do these things, I'll be fine. So let me just not do those things. <laughs> You know what? I understand that because it it is it does take a lot of time and thought, mm. like trying to to be conscious of you know it's easier to just like do what the doctor tells you. I mean, and even the fact that I like I've got all these books, and you and I've talked about some of these books that we've bought the first time around, and part of me is a little nervous because like I look at them and I'm like, man, I knew so much. Even even with me saying that I didn't know everything or a lot or as much as some of the other moms I knew, I still knew so much. And like this time around, I feel like I'm really going to be winging it in a way where it's like, yeah, it's like riding a bike. You just get back on and you do it. No, I feel like I need to just at least skim them because there's so much of it that just kind of got blocked by <laughs> the ability for your brain to just kind of yeah. push it back, you know? Um I mean, I think like there are some things that I'm nervous about. Like one, it's just another person that you're bringing into this world that you haven't met. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm praying that everything is fine and that, you know, everything so far has been fine, but you know, like you just don't know who you're about to meet. And I, I hope that we're able to like, as a family congeal, like the way we did, um, around Dowdy. And I feel like that's the other thing too. It's like, I just love the reason why I don't want to keep having kids. Cause I'm like, every time you're like putting a new puzzle piece onto the family dynamic that kind of works right now. Um, so I think right yeah. now two, two is, two is my number. <laughs> two is a good number. Two seems, two seems manageable. Um, are you, so are you nervous about how this new little baby cub is going to be impacting the like family vibe you have um, now? I'm really, I think more so than, than Douglas and I, which I, I know will affect us in different ways, but I think I'm most concerned about Dowdy and just kind of her. Yeah. The good thing about having them so close is that she's still so young that she doesn't fully understand a lot of things um, yet. So she doesn't, she's just getting into mine and um, this is you know my territory. So technically I'm hoping that she just thinks this is another thing that is hers <laughs> and instead of something that she has to challenge as in her own space. Um, but she's been really good with a lot of the other little babies that I've kind of like taken her around, just kind of see how she's reacted, which has been really positive. Um, yeah. And I kind of like at this point, dude, you're just like, you just don't figure this out. It it's happening. happening. It's going to happen. I am scared of though. <laughs> oh, give um, me, give me your fears. The fact that, I have to wake up like eight times a night again. <laughs> oh. oh God. Yeah. We'll be checking in on that one. Cause I have, I have no idea how you do that when you have a toddler. Like Artie alone was pretty sick last night. Um, and I had the joy of like sleeping in a crib with him for most of the night. Um, how do you do that when there are two of them and somebody wants you to breastfeed like every 15 freaking minutes, 24 hours a day? I mean, it's going to be great. <laughs> Everything's under control. Uh, yeah, as I say, no, honestly, that is the one part where I remember how frazzled is a very gentle word for what Douglas and I were feeling when we had uh, Dowdy. And it's just like, I don't, I don't 
don't know how this is going to work. I, I actually, usually I have a plan. Like, you know, I have a thought of, okay, loosely, this is how it's going to work. <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm like actually putting out Hail Marys in hopes that Dowdy starts sleeping through the <laughs> night in the next couple of months and just doesn't need us miraculously at night anymore. <laughs> like, that's my plan, Kate. <laughs> like, that is my plan. <laughs> I mean, she's a champ. I'm sure to some degree she's just going to get the get with the program because she has to. Um, have you talked to other moms? Like, have have you been reading or consulting? Or are you just like, mm, fuck it? Um, so I'm certainly the worst person to talk to. <laughs> I have discussed it loosely with other moms. Um, but I think this is the thing about the second time around that's really telling to me. And people have told me this and, and, I, and I'm going to tell it to people and they'll not believe you. You just don't have the time. Like if you have someone that is really like and almost two-year-old is like the most demanding person in the entire universe and oh they're psychopaths i just never literally she yells at me to sit down next to her it's like sit sit and i have to like roll myself (laughs) off the couch (laughs) to like go sit with her next to her like four keyed piano and make some music okay (laughs) so yeah right now i have time for our awesome podcast (laughs) <laughs> My yes, yes and our daughter and like the key family members and a couple of friends like that <laughs> so everything else is just kind of getting winged like even like last time by now we had like the nursery set up we had all of these things Mm-mm. nothing nothing <laughs> ruthless ruthless prioritization oh, oh, I had a spreadsheet like everything was real <laughs> Of course you had a spreadsheet. How did I not know I that? I this is amazing. I to you just for jokes. Like it has like the number of things we need, what we've already attained, who's buying it for us. Are we buying it ourselves? What date <laughs> we need it by? That's it amazing. Was, it was, it was barely, and, That's and that, amazing. That, that, that is not present here. Um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. how's the other thing? We decided not to, well, last time we didn't find out the gender and we didn't find the gender out this time as well. In hindsight, I'm still glad we did that. Because in over here, you only have two scans. Uh, so right. once you hit 20 weeks, that's your last scan. And then, well, if you didn't find out then, <laughs> here you go. Surprise <laughs> for you. Um, Yay. I do see now that there are probably a couple of things that would have made it a little bit easier since we were not really planning the way we did. But you know what? Yellow and green are beautiful colors. Um, we're still going with our jungle theme, animals across the board. And that's partly because we've got all this great yellow and green stuff from Dowdy from before. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have second child, gender, regardless, is going to be using and wearing everything <laughs> that Artie well, has. Like, un- until you're, like, 12, <laughs> you will not own anything new. I'm so sorry. If we have a second child, I'm so sorry. With having a girl, in the off chance it's a boy... Um, Dowdy's frill game was real six and seven months. So we, we, we've got about a six month supply of suitable clothing, either way, gender. Um, however, if it is a girl, we are straight. We're like so set because <laughs> like, there's so much stuff people got us that we didn't use. Oh, right. perfect. So we're like, oh, you're yeah, golden. If it's, girl, we're golden. if it's a boy, well, we're golden for six months. Well, also if it's a boy, maybe he will learn to be uh, a, a more gender confident <laughs> well you know what's than funny other that other little would, boys would, i don't know we'll, we'll see but it was funny because people would give us actual colored things um like someone's already sent us uh 
like um, a, a pink dress. And last time they sent us a blue onesie, like a blue, like not just a onesie, but it was like a blue boy onesie thing to keep you warm. And we were just like, so you're really hoping for a boy, I guess. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people like it was really weird for me because there were relatives and friends that I thought would be like on my level with like, let's, you know, let's get everything in like plain colors and have it all be gender neutral. And then I'd get this like onesie that was like little hunk or like handsome like my daddy. And I'm just like, what? What the fuck? Like, Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas just like, I, I like, I'm not even like, you know, he's, he's tiny. People are gendering him. It's going to happen. Like, we'll talk about it, whatever. But it's just weird. It's just weird. People have a hard time dealing with babies being genderized. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, as much as you would like to not be freaked out about that stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah. So that's the least of our concern right now. <laughs> we've we've got to figure yeah. out uh, bed and all that stuff. Little little things like where's baby sleeping? Do we move? Do we move uh, Dowdy into a big kid's bed? So do we potty train her now or after? Like there are just there are just so many questions. So many <laughs> questions. Um, yeah, but that that's really all I'm thinking about now. I think it's just uh, focusing on doing everything to do my part to keep the be- the baby comfortable and healthy and to support Dowdy through that process. And just like Doug and I, we've been really been kind of trying to just be more supportive and aware that we were kind of rough on each other the first time. So, yeah, and that, and that just happens because yeah. you're just like. I'll never forget that one day I was like, I definitely think I was, I was post postpartum a little bit. And I was like, I hate this. I hate this. And then I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> and just trying to work through that. If I at least aware that it's going to happen. And that's the good thing about second time. Yeah. I, was like, I think even as I've gone through the pregnancy, um, I'm like, Oh, I think I'm being a little bit emotional here and that's normal. And I'm okay with that. And I can like kind of talk myself yeah. through it and talk him through it in a way that I couldn't before. Um, so I'm hoping that despite being sleep deprived, that we can we can both be a little bit more aware of of our feelings the second time around. I, I have so much faith in this, <laughs> and that's partly because I, you know, think you and Doug are really awesome and loving partners together, and partly because I'm like, for the love of God, it has to work like that. <laughs> For all of us, Danielle. Oh gosh, oh gosh. We we can do this. We can do this. It's a, it takes a village. We're a village. Yes, yes. We're a podcast oh, village. Yeah. Um. Well, I am so excited for Yay. you. I'm so glad we can finally like put it out there in the world. And probably like Ma- Mama D is oh, having a baby. Gosh, more cubs. Um. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have cl- cubs, plural. I'm so excited to see this little goofball. I mean, the first one was so cute. Anyway, love you Thank so you, much. Katie, so psyched for this. Um, mamas, get ready. It's oh, about to get so real. real again. That's it for now, y'all. If you're looking for more, you can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter at Go Ahead Mama. If you've got thoughts on the topics we've covered so far or new stuff that you'd really like us to talk about, Email us at letstalkmamacita at gmail.com. 
We'd also give our firstborn if you would leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, since that's the best way to help new mamas find us. Huge, huge thanks to our intern, Reese Ravner, and to our producers, The Mediocre Parent Show. Check them out at MediocreParentShow.com or on iTunes. Until next time, thanks, mamas. <laughs>